Morning Heritage. Today is Tuesday, February 6th, 2024. This is Mr. Nice, and you are listening to The Griffin Rundown, a weekly podcast for HCA. I hope that you're listening together on the way to school this morning. This week, we will, as always, talk about upcoming events at Heritage. Uh, we'll discuss speech meet a little bit. I'll give a brief update on the charter and the construction process. And of course, we'll have a joke of the week. And then uh, I'm going to end by doing a brief synopsis on Latin or brief explanation on why we teach Latin at Heritage. So let's dive in with the calendar items. First off, thank you to the many folks who came out on Saturday for the workday at Pepper Pike. What a blessing it was to have so many folks out there helping and serving and volunteering. And don't forget this coming Friday, the 10th, or excuse me, Saturday the 10th, from 10 to 1, we'll have another workday. So, uh, boy, we hope to see you there. Thank you so much for the help. Remember, you can uh, see the newsletter and reply to Jason Frew if you're able to go. It, it really is helpful for him to have an idea of how many folks are coming as he's planning for enough things to keep us all busy. So hope to see you again there this Saturday morning from 10 to 1. There are also several fundraisers that are going on for the upcoming trips. Uh, reminder that the ninth and 10th grade are heading to Williamsburg this April, and the 7th and 8th grade are heading to D.C. Uh, 6th graders also take a few day trips, so um, keep your eyes open for some of those easy fundraisers. A dollar or two, a dollar or two at a time is, is a great way to help get these uh, kids on the trips. Uh, great experiences, great memories. And then there are some upcoming admissions events for Heritage. Tomorrow, February 7th, is the preview day in Peninsula for the Study Center. So if again, if you have friends that might be interested in, in our Study Center, which is our two-day-a-week homeschooling partnership with families, please let them know. They can find information about it on the website. Likewise, we have another admissions event coming on Monday, the 12th. This is the panel night in Pepper Pike. We'll have current teachers and um, parents and administrators there to answer questions that families may have. And so, and this is one that we're broadcasting, especially for, for families that have children that are going to be going into grades six through 11th. Of course, we welcome anyone to come and ask questions, um, any prospective parents to come, but this is especially for those with students that will be in the upper school. And then there's an early childhood preview day in Bainbridge on February 21st. So again, with these admissions events, they're, they're all available on our website. Folks can sign up for, for them on our website. So we thank you for your help in, in telling friends and family and neighbors about these events. And then speech meet. We're just two days away from speech meet. It's coming on February 8th for the first through sixth grade. Parents, thank you so much for working, uh, practicing diligently at home with your students. And again, uh, thank you so much for helping them, for those that are concerned about being up front, that this is a very good practice, that this is life being in front of people and, and standing and delivering. This is good preparation. Uh, even though we know it might be hard, it is a good thing. As always, I want to encourage you to join us for one of the prayer sessions at Heritage. There are the monthly praying moms and praying dads that you can always find info about in the newsletters. Likewise, in the newsletters, there's info about uh, for weekly prayer times that are remote on Zoom. It's a half an hour. There's one in the middle of the day on Wednesdays via Zoom, and there's one on Tuesday evenings at 9 p.m. via Zoom. 
So I recommend that you join those. It's remarkable how um, quick the time goes when there's several folks on there as we're praying for our children and for their teachers and for the school. So thank you for for coming out to, to pray. And there's so much to be praying for for our school right now. So please, I encourage you to come and join and seek the Lord, that we might seek the Lord's face and his help for our kids and for the school. The hymn this week is Jesus Paid It All. This is a favorite in the niece home, and I'm sure it's a favorite for, for many of you also. So again, please, uh, I encourage you find a way to listen to that with your children and, and see if you can incorporate it into uh, a time of worship with your family. Hey, Pepper Pike construction is underway. As we've talked about the, that they were going to begin in January, that has happened. Hammers are flying and walls are coming down. So again, we're so thankful for um, your prayer and your help in these things. And we look forward to giving, giving you more updates in the coming weeks. And just a reminder, the charter, hey, I haven't been getting new questions about the charter from families in a while. Please feel free to email me questions regarding the charter that you think would be beneficial for the the broader heritage community to hear. I'd be happy to address them on the Griffin Rundown. It'd be my pleasure. Um, But I do want to remind you, we have submitted everything that we could several weeks ago. So now we're, uh, we just wait for the state to come and do a site visit with us. And then after the site visit, we get some feedback about some things that they'd like to see us change and update. Uh, And at that point, we will be issued um, a a number with the state of Ohio. And then shortly after that, we can begin moving forward with the uh, Ed Choice Scholarship Program. And so we want you to know that our aim is that we are, our aim and our anticipation is that before school gets out this year, we will begin inviting families in, signing up for time slots to help you apply uh, to do your part for applying for the Ed Choice Scholarship. And then we'll be able to do our part after that. So um, I am continue to be more and more encouraged each week with the progress. So um, thank you for the questions. Please feel free to shoot them in. And I'm happy to uh, address them on this podcast. Well, and now it's time for your favorite segment and mine. It's the joke of the week. And I'm happy to welcome into the studio today a very, 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 very funny fourth grader from the Peninsula campus. This is Alyssa. Alyssa, do you want to say hi to everybody? Hi. Hi. All right. Alyssa, I'm told, has a pretty funny joke for the heritage community. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead, sweetheart. What do you call a cow that only has one leg? What do you call a cow that only has one leg? I don't know what. A steak. A steak. <laughs> That's really good. Hey, where'd you hear that joke? My music, my violin teacher, Mrs. Smith. Your violin teacher, Mrs. Smith, told you that one. Have you tried it on anybody at home? Yeah, and I've tried it with some of my friends in my class. Who laughed the hardest, home or friends? I'm not sure. Okay, but it's a good one. I approve. Super good. All right. Hey, what are you, tell me something about fourth grade real quick. What book are you reading in literature? Right now we're reading The Dangerous Journey. The Dangerous Journey. And do you know, uh, can you tell everybody what that's about? It's about um, a man named Christian who goes on a journey to get to the celestial city, but he has some 
adventures along the way. <laughs> That's good. It's an adaptation of Pilgrim's Progress. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, super good. Well, Alyssa, thanks so much for coming into the studio today. You did a good job. And then I want to just bring up one that you might have heard us talk about as you were considering heritage originally, but uh, you know, I don't hear it a ton from families, but I want to reiterate, I think it's I think it's important. Why do classical schools like heritage teach Latin and why do they teach Greek? And you may know this, our students take Latin from in earnest from the time they're in second grade up through grade eight. And then in the rhetoric school and starting in ninth grade, they take Greek. And uh, boy, so I just want to give a defense briefly for the classical languages and, and especially Latin because your students end up having it for upwards of six, seven years. And uh, just as a first answer, obviously uh, many of the classical works were written in Latin and Greek. And so, boy, we're preparing students to be able to address, to access these works in their original language. So that's a first reason. And uh, right behind that, we have several other ones and, and many that are practical. Second, Latin trains the mind. It's an inflected language, meaning virtually every word is a puzzle. And so depending on the part of speech, how it functions in the sentence, the ending of the word changes. And so uh, each word is almost like a little puzzle. And so Latin is demanding precision and accuracy, patience, and great attention to detail. So this is actually a great means of training the minds of our children. Secondly, uh, the second practical answer is it's also Latin is the base of the Romance languages, Latin, Roman, Romance, right? Uh, so if even if our children hate Latin, but usually it's a favorite for, for many years, um, boy, it's, this is preparing you to understand Spanish and French and a few other languages that they might have later on down the line. Latin also teaches English grammar very well, right? You, you remember when you were a, uh, a young teen and you thought, why am I taking these grammar lessons? I understand it. Well, no, actually, you really don't understand English grammar that well. But when you take Latin, that's a very regular language. It drills in English grammar all the more. And boy, just a, a quick aside then, if you think about it, our, our kids are taking a full period for literature, a full period for composition, and then a full period for Latin. These are young men and women that are being trained very well in um, understanding language. They're able to communicate well. They're able to write very well. This is preparation for life. Another reason why we teach Latin is that uh, Latin was the language of the Western world as many of the sciences were being developed, as uh, law in the Western world was being developed in government, logic, and theology. So um, that Latin was the spoken language for so much of the history and the even the formation of these disciplines. And so uh, if you want to give your children a leg up when they get to law school or when they're in med school or in um, seminary or even just in, in their sciences or logic classes as they age in uh, the rhetoric school or in college, boy, uh, they've got a leg up because they recognize so many of these words. They've been studying it all along. And then last and, and probably perhaps most practically, 
of all, uh, more than half of English vocabulary comes out of Latin. And so just as an example, if our kids uh, just have uh, English, they just know English and they see the word uh, and they know the word father, they know what it means, obviously, when they're reading and they see the word, word fatherhood or fatherly, they're probably going to be able to make a good guess and understand uh, what it means in the sentence without having to look it up. But if they'd had Latin and they know that um, pater, patris is Latin for father, and then they're reading a book, they may actually see a word like patriarch or patriarchy or paternal or paternalistic or patrimony or patriot or patriotic, patriotism, compatriot, expatriate, patronize, patronizing. Uh, boy, out of one Latin word, we're going to understand maybe 12 or 13 English words. So um, talk about giving our kids a, a great leg up in just understanding vocabulary and, and giving them a good guess at what a word means without having to pull up the dictionary necessary, necessarily, which also explains why almost uh, without um, variance, the the kids who have a strong background in Latin are those that score the highest on these national tests, the ACT, SAT in the English portions each year. Um, so uh, if for nothing else, if you think Latin is out of date and un unimportant, um, boy, I would argue it's actually very important. And if nothing else, um, boy, their test scores are going to bear it out one day, which isn't the reason we do it. But again, um, it bears out that way. So there we go. There were five or six reasons, at least, for why we teach the classical languages and in particular why we teach Latin at Heritage. OK, no interview this week. So thank you for listening to the Griffin Rundown. As always, it is a pleasure to partner with you to cultivate our children to be lifelong learners who think and live for the glory of Christ. We'll be back again next Tuesday.